I feel like I'm some sort of jinx here. Yesterday, I talked all about how BC was getting a, a, a having a great day with positive news with um, Christian Mahogany returning and the addition of Ryan O'Keefe, a wide receiver from UCF. Well, um, it, it all comes back to bite me in the butt as today, Boston College got more bad news as wide risk, uh, sorry, tight cornerback Antonio Cotman backs off his commitment and decommits from the Eagles. We're going to get into that and a lot more on today's Locked On BC. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. CAJ Black here. Happy Friday. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday show, uh, Thursday show, show, geez, I'm getting my dates all messed up. I should have hit the reset button on this bad boy. But, you know, BC ha- football, especially, had some really positive news getting back their star guard, Christian Mahogany getting a really exciting wide receiver in the transfer portal with over 150 receptions over the last two years. And Ryan O'Keefe on a UCF. Well, that new, the good news kind of came to a screeching halt on Friday, Thursday as Antonio Cotman from life Christian Academy, I believe it's called. um, He announced his decommitment from BC. And if you follow different recruiting sites, the one I don't work for, had him as their highest rated recruit. He was a four-star on that site. Be, uh, my site, who is the uh, industry leader in recruiting, had, did not have him as their number one. Now, this is this even no matter what the ranking was, this one stings a little bit. Cotman's been committed to BC for a while. He had committed over the summer, and he picked BC over Virginia Tech and a few other big offers. He's an exciting big quarterback, and I thought he'd be a really nice fit in this this defense, but. You know, all along, I had to wonder, this is a kid from Virginia. And the Hokies, they, they've been poking around for a while. They're a team that I think really wanted him. And I always, even when he committed to BC, I, I always thought, wow, I, th- I feel like this is a kid that looks like he's going to end up at Virginia Tech. And that's exactly what's probably going to happen here. I, you know, he, I, it came down to BC and Virginia Tech when he picked BC. And now it looks like he's going to end up at Virginia Tech. And... Again, this is not one of those moves that I, I, from what I've heard, and I'm not going to get into the details, that has to do with BC losing. And so this team stinks, so I'm going to back off my commitment. It has nothing to do with that. Okay, folks? So there's other things that are going on, and you know we're not going to get into it, but Cotman is going to go someplace else, and that, that's, the, that's the deal there. Now, BC, they've, they've had a, a, a string of, of decommitments, but... You know, in the grand scheme of things, I don't have the numbers. Other teams, it doesn't seem like it's that far off to what other teams are. You know, they lost Brian Sims. They lost Khalil Ali, but he's back. They lost, you know, a few other guys here and there. But in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been a, a mass exodus. Like I think a lot of folks were expecting for the Eagles. 
you know, I think a lot of folks were expecting, you know, when you have a team that, that struggles the way the Eagles did, that, that struggled and played such poor, poor football that you'd have them running for the door. Darrell Robinson's the other one, right? You know, I'm not sure what happened to some of the other guys, but I, the more recent decommitments have nothing to do with that. There's other, there's other things that happen in football, whether it's, it's family or coaches or other factors that go into, um, you know, why a commitment might not happen. And I don't think NIL is the, is the answer here either. I don't think this had anything to do with NIL. I think this just had to do with he, I'm guessing he probably wants to be closer to home. A lot of coach players are like that. And a lot of mentors and coaches from their hometowns push players to do that kind of thing. Well, have to wait and see. Cotman has not officially committed to Virginia Tech. It just seems like a done deal at this point, though. Um, and that that's a big, big loss for BC. Because now you're looking at their defensive back uh, depth from this. And you have Sean Battle, who I think is very exciting. And Khalil Ali, who just recommitted uh, just about a week ago. And, but I, I, I feel like BC needs more depth at defensive back. I feel like, um, you know, this is a, a program that, that has some need that has some need at defensive back to get some depth there and they don't have it right now. And Cotman would have been a nice addition to that. So it, that this one does sting more. This definitely stings more than Darrell Robinson the other day. It absolutely stings more than that. I, I, I would put it more on the level of like Khalil Ali. Khalil Ali, when he decommitted, I thought was a uh, 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 that one stung. That one stung too. But now he's back. I don't. I don't expect Cotman to be back. I think this is it. I think he's going to leave. Now, Dennis Monahan in our comment section. Dennis is a great fan of this podcast. Always in there. He has a question saying, "If is the if the recruiting ended today, would it be higher or lower than last year? It would be lower. Uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, so I am just winging it." But just based off of what I know from what I've been following along with, I know that BC has a um, a definite lower um, class rank. I think they were in the 50s last time I checked. Yeah, they're 51 right now. And then in 2022, I'm going to pull it up while we're chatting so that I get you the official numbers. Um, they are 51 last year. So the 51... And I just said they were 52. So uh, they're one, <laughs> they're one below and no, they're the exact same rank. They're 51 and 51. Um, but I, I have to look to see if KP, uh, if Cotman is off, yeah, Cotman's off this list. So right now they have exactly the same <laughs> recruiting ranking as last year. Now, will they get any other recruits before the end of uh, the national uh, early signing period? I mean, I guess I know they're pushing for a offensive lineman and I want to hey, from Philadelphia. His name's not Quill Bertrand. I mentioned him on here before he's committed to Texas A&M right now, but he's looking around. I know he has a, a, a visit with Nebraska this weekend, but I know the staff really likes him. He's an offensive lineman. He would be a big addition for them. Obviously Roderick Pleasant, but I folks, I know you we've talked about Pleasant a lot, but a three and nine season, when you're combating across the country, when he's got like USC and Oregon on there, I just don't see that one happening. So I, I think, you know, Bertrand right now is the name that sticks out, but there's, they've been offering other players too. So we'll have to wait and see, but this, this loss of Cotman's a big one. Um, it's, it, it's definitely one that stings more than others. And 
uh, you just hate seeing it because it's a position that, of, of need for BC. So uh, that that's it on, on that one. But in a moment, people have been asking me, and I want to kind of give you my thoughts on this. Do, do we think the coaching staff is definitely going to stay the, the, the way it is right now? Or do we, do we think that it's going to change before the start of the season? And I'm going to get into my thoughts on that in just a moment. But before I get into that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Locked on ACC. It's hosted by the great Candace Cooper. Uh, she has a rotating, uh, rotating list of hosts. And I think uh, right now it's a lot of uh, Kenton Gibbs for, for the foreseeable future, but I'll be on there too. Um, and it's great. If you support, you need to check out Candace is awesome. Candace is so much fun to listen to check out locked on ACC, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if you have not done so already, you need to also check out bet online on it, bet online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for bet, sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Locked on BC, AJ Black here. And, I, you know, I was saying earlier, the 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 vibe around Boston College football has definitely shifted a bit, and I'm not gonna say a ton, to being more positive, to being more uh, feeling like there's some optimism for next year with the addition of Christian Mahogany, uh, Kyle Hergel, and um, uh, Ryan O'Keefe to the 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 roster. You're starting to feel like okay, Halfley's a, he's pushing right now. He's 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 looking at what this team needs and he's addressing it. But with every positive that you say, you usually get a retort of, well, they haven't done anything on the coaching staff, so why does that matter? And I think that's fair. <laughs> I think it's a fair critique because the, the the team played like crap. When you go when you finish a season three and nine, there's going to be changes. You have to have heads roll at, at some level. If you're not going to move on past your head coach and Whatever you want to think of that, and I'm not, I, I've already made my thoughts clear on that. Staff needs to shuffle as well because clearly what you were doing was not happening. Now, it was not working, excuse me. Now, if you've been following along with the recruiting trail, you've seen these coaches from last year all over the place, and it doesn't matter what position they coached, they're out there. And that includes offensive line coach Dave DeGuglielmo, who I'm going to admit we were wrong about it on this podcast. We had so much fun talking about his big dog stuff um, at the beginning of this, of the summer. And now it seems so cringy because he was not able to do anything with this offensive line. Look, BC got hammered with injuries. Absolutely. They also lost a whole bunch of players in the, um, into the NFL draft. That being said, tell me an offensive lineman that Boston college threw out there that showed significant growth. I'll wait because the list is short. You could argue that Drew Kendall showed some, some, some improvement because he was a train wreck to start. He got serviceable by the end of the year. Ozzy Trapillo better. I don't think is the word I would use for him. I think he definitely didn't. He didn't uh, regress but I don't think he took the steps that many of us expected that he would given that it was his second full year, a uh, first full year as, a, as an offensive lineman. 
So you look up and down this offensive lineman, and then you have all the offensive linemen that were, you know, thrown in there. And some of them be, were bigger liabilities than others uh, just because they struggled. At the end of the day, the buck has to stop somewhere. And that usually has to stop with the co- stop with the coaching staff. The, uh, you know, you would think that at some point, one level of this coaching staff would get, you know, dinged by this. And we haven't seen any of that happen. You look at the recruiting trail, right? You see Dave DeGuglielmo still out there. And I get it. Folks are freaking out about this because they're like, why is he still out there? Folks, you got to understand how this game is played. College football is a dirty business. I, I think if you're listening to this, you already know that. That's not, that's not, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But there's got, you know, they're out there at a big time in a program's uh, calendar. National signing day is less than a week away. This is the day where you get pen to paper on all these kids that you want to come to your school. What kind of optics would it send to those kids if you go out there and you fire coaches before the the start of that, that signing period? It would be bad. You would hemorrhage. Like, you think that BC's losing recruits right now, you'd hemorrhage them if you started selling off you know, or, or, or releasing positional coaches that connected with these kids. So when I see Dave DeGuglielmo out there at recruiting trails, to me, that means nothing. The fact that his name is still on bceagles.com as the offensive line coach, that doesn't mean anything to me. Because no matter what moves Jeff Halfley's going to make, and I, I really, I'm firmly behind the camp that I think he's going to do it. But it's not going to happen until after National Signing Day. I know folks have bloodlust, but you don't need to fire a coach. And it's like chopping off your hand just to spite it, right? You don't need to do that. You can do it after the signing day. And, and the recruits aren't stupid. They know that this kind of stuff is coming. But it makes no sense. And I got Googs up there, but there's other coaches too. You wonder if like who's going to get that chopping up, but you're not, you're going to have to wait folks. Your bloodlust might get there, but you're going to have to wait because Halfley cannot afford at this point to lose his recruiting class just because he want he's pissed off and wants to fire a coach. Some programs can do that. I know you're going to say, well, AJ, I saw so-and-so-and-so got fired. Yeah, they probably did. If you're at a school like Texas A&M with a huge history and big money, you can do that and you probably aren't going to lose any of your commitments. Or if you do, you just go out and buy new ones. It really matter to them. BC's a different cat. They can't afford to do that kind of stuff. They've got to be careful. They've got to make sure their ducks are all in a row before they pull that trigger and blow off that head. Now, I, I, I'm telling you now, I think there's going to be coaching changes. I would not be surprised if it's in the next. Just keep your eyes open. We'll have to wait and see. That's kind of where BC is at during in this whole process, but uh, things could always change too, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. Will the Guglielmo go? Will they bring in Chris Snee? I've seen Chris Snee all over the recruiting trail as well. Wait and see how BC looks at their offensive line. Now, in our final segment, where does BC go from here? With this rash of new moves, both incoming and outgoing, who are some of the names that you're going to want to watch for as Boston College continues their 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 attack in the transfer portal and in their roster as well? Now, 
you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you're thinking of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds? You get pulled over anyway. And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risk of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, they, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Locked on BC, AJ Black. If you're listening to this already and you have never done this before, if if this is your first Locked on BC podcast, I want to welcome you. Thank you for checking out this little section of the internet. Hit that subscribe button, though, if you want to get more of our podcasts and episodes sent directly to your YouTube page. It takes 10 seconds. It's easy. We do BC content all the time and i'm into i you know i'm the editor of eagle insider so i i've got i've got my sources believe me i am not a kid just a guy with a microphone spew i know what i'm talking about and if you haven't done so also i saw some people asking about it join eagle insider today it's 50 percent off for an annual subscription you get recruiting news transfer news and paramount plus is included in your trial subscription i'm not gonna beat that go over to eagle insider right now and sign up for that so we're wrapping up our discussion of transfers and recruits. And I, I mentioned earlier, I think recruiting is kind of slowing down in the cycle. They're already starting to move on to the 24s, 25s, and 26s, which just makes me feel older every time I say that. But that's where BC's at, right? Now, the recruiting part is one thing. The transfer portal, on the other hand, I feel BC is continuing to really put an emphasis on this year. This is not a year like last year where you got George Takis, who was expected to do more, but he was, you know, a player when he was healthy. Reagan Terry, who I don't think ever played, and Dino Tomlin, who showed things up, but that's only three. This year, I, I, I'm I getting the sense that BC's going to go heavier on that. And it's, there's been some names. You, you've got Elijah Judy, who is he's visiting this weekend. He's a uh, defensive lineman from Texas A&M, originally from Philadelphia. This kid's got some big offers, uh, but BC's right there with him. I don't, I don't doubt BC's chances with this kid would be a nice pickup in the transfer portal. Nice defensive line addition. I think he plays his, I think he's an edge. Uh, and you know, he's a former four-star would be nice for the Eagles to add that, uh, to their position, which I think, you know, is good would, but we could also really add some, some depth to it as well. Another positional player I just saw, and this was just in the last, I don't know, two hours before I posted this is, uh, jo Josiah Johnson, uh, who is a tight end from UMass. Had 24 catches last year, 11 catches the year before. Uh, if you're expecting tight end help, this, I mean, is interesting. I don't know much about him. He's from Florida, and uh, he's got a little bit more uh, eligibility left. I th I've always, I've said all this this offseason that I think BC needs to add some tight end depth. Um, I, we don't know what Takis is going to Whittier you have. Um, Jeremiah Franklin, who had a tough year, you need some depth. So that's not a bad one. I'm, I'm always a little uh, hesitant with UMass transfers, though, if you know what I mean. Like, I just, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of those kinds of guys, but we'll have to wait and see what happens there. I've had people ask me about kickers. 
I don't think they're going to go after kickers in the transfer portal. Just don't see it happening. Uh, Connor Litton had a tough year. Absolutely. He was not very good, but quick, as I said, I've said this on the podcast uh, in, in past episodes, kickers are fickle bunches. Like there, if you want to talk about a position on football teams that are giant head cases, it's kickers because their, their jobs are, uh, 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 are, are measured by an inch, like an inch this way. It's a good inch and this way. It's not good. So I don't, I don't have uh, the, I don't feel like the need for BC to go out there uh, in the transfer portal and get kickers. I don't think that's what they need running back though. That is a position that I am interested in. And BC had a new offer out in the last 24 hours that I think was another interesting name to watch for. And, and I, I believe he's a Vanderbilt. Um, uh, nope. He's not Vanderbilt. <laughs> he, he's a running back they, they've been offering running backs all up and down um, the, the transfer portal. And I think it's been something interesting to watch as BC continues to look at it. Conte Carson was a vision two player. I expect that to be a, um, what do you call it? Uh, walk on. Couldn't think of the word walk on. Definitely think he might be a walk on, uh, but they've, they've been asked, they've been pushing around and looking at what they're, what they can get. I think running back will be another one. I still think offensive line is still a position they're going to look at. I think it's a position I'm really, um, I'm really interested to see what they do. Do they go for a guard? Do they go for a tackle? I mean, Schaefer's a guard. That would definitely, that would be giving you depth because you have mahogany and then two guards, but I would love to see a tackle. We'll love to see them go for a tackle and we'll have to wait to see what they do. Um, on tomorrow's show, I'm going to wrap up this week. Actually, Monday's show. Tomorrow, today's Friday. Lost track of time. I've had a, I've had a busy non-BC week, uh, Eagle Insider week. Uh, so, I, I will I will be much less tired next week. But I thank you all. And if you have not done so already, follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. Hopefully Elon Musk doesn't ban me on Twitter um, as he's been doing a lot of people. I'm not getting into the politics. I'm just saying he's been getting kind of crazy. So, uh, But you can check me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. Become an Eagle Insider member. And we'll have more transfer news if it comes up. But I'm really looking forward to Monday's episode. We'll probably have Mitch on. Get ready for BC's next basketball game against Virginia Tech and everything in between. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you again soon. Hit that subscribe button right now before you log off. Take care, everyone.